If you've ever thought you were behind or the path was just hard in general, welcome to Imperfectly Wealthy, a space where we talk about the imperfect path to wealth in all areas of your life, not just money. We are going to talk about how to be abundant in your health, your inner worth, your business, and spirituality. I'm so excited to share my crazy stories, and I hope you will enjoy this as much as I enjoy sharing. Hi, welcome to another episode of Imperfectly Wealthy. I am so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about money. And I know that I didn't say that this podcast was going to be just about money, but we have to start somewhere. And I believe this is one of the things that's holding you back from being the wealthiest queen that you can be. So I really want to share my experience with money and what my journey has been and what I've taken from this journey. But before we get started, please make sure to note that this is not financial advice. This is just advice that I have gathered from years of working on money skills and just doing me. So let me go ahead and get started. So my first real tip is to know where your money is going. When I started this, I did not even want to look at how much things were. I was just so focused at staying above zero. I would receive money from paychecks or from different things like that, and I would be broke a few days. This is going to come off as a weird brag, but I could extend a dollar over a week. And then once my paycheck would hit, I would spend it all and the cycle would start again. And once I got married, I realized that I had to change my patterns and it took a little bit before my patterns changed. It was probably within our first six months that I realized I had to make a big change or this wasn't going to work. So as much as I did not want to look, I finally looked and I was a little bit over four grand in debt. And I know that doesn't sound like much because I know like student loan debts are at an all-time high. It was for me. It was for a newlywed who was paying for school, a mortgage, living expenses, and it was pretty scary. The cool thing is that the universe never gives you more than you can't handle. And with the help of my husband and Dave Ramsey, I will thank Mr. Dave all every day of my life and with help from my first commission check i was able to pay it off relatively fast obviously i had the debt for a long time but once we were on that journey i had just gotten my license and was about to close my first home when we realized how much debt i was in so we were able to pay that off pretty fast i don't think the commission check covered all of it but it did cover the majority of it if i remember correctly I realize not everyone will have the same experience and some of you guys might pay off your debt a lot more slowly which is completely fine only you know how much you are able to pay at a time so do what you need to do and I will touch a little bit more on debt so bear with me I'll get to that part anyways for the next two three years I strictly followed the Dave Ramsey diet until I was able to feel safe and secure with money and for those of you who don't know who Dave is he is kind of a debt-free free guru and whether you agree with his politics don't agree with your politics that doesn't really matter he helps he helps a lot of people get out of debt and he shows them how to become debt free through his debt snowball method i'll be sure to link his stuff in the show notes so if you guys want to know how we got out of debt make sure to click on his link just an fyi he does show a lot of tough love on people so don't be offended if he calls someone stupid just an fyi Okay, so tip two, 
understand how much debt you have the first thing with debt is to realize what is good debt and what is bad for instance i consider credit card debt generally bad so i just got my first credit card last year since the royal mess up i had when i was 18. so at age 18 my parents were pressuring me to get a credit card and they didn't really even teach me how to use it so i royally messed up and honestly, I was so irresponsible and I messed up my credit until like I was 23 and was able to finally pay off collections. And, you know, like I said, guys, when we paid off that debt that I owed, that really helped me. But because I was too scared to get a credit card, my credit score stayed low until this past year. And thankfully, it's all good now. But because I refused to get a cre another credit card, uh, my credit score was low for the first few years of our marriage and honestly guys I don't even understand a credit score because it's just a way to get into debt It basically is it's you get your credit card you get into debt with that credit card And then you get a good number <laughs> and from that number they can determine how much to let you borrow Like it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's another thing so if you're going to get a credit card, be responsible with it. I know most of you guys know. I know that a lot of my audience knows how to use a credit card. But if you are one of those people that has never had a credit card, because occasionally I do have clients that have never had a credit card, make sure you watch videos, make sure you are well educated on that and you understand that it is debt at the end of the day and you do need to pay it back. Okay, so moving on to good debt, I do consider home debt as good debt. Even though you don't actually own the home until it's fully paid off, a lot of people think that just because you can pay a mortgage on it that you own the home. But in reality, if you are only 10 payments away from owning your home and you decide not to pay them anymore, the bank can foreclose on your house. So you don't own it until you pay it off. But I do consider it good debt, especially when you are investing in real estate like we are. And I will say that my advice does differ from Dame Ramsey on this because I do believe that real estate is one of the ways you become wealthy in life and you have to do it smart. And he will tell you the story about how he became a millionaire at age 29 and lost it all because all his investments were in the real estate market. But that's why you've got to have emergency funds and different things in place. But I still do believe that real owning real estate is good debt if you do have payments on it because we are able to write off mortgage insurance um different things like if we have to go make a repair some of you may only want to invest in 401ks roth iras or regular iras personally we have only invested in a 401k because it's through my husband's job we are so much more focused on real estate but if you are planning to invest in those different kinds of accounts make sure you talk to a financial planner and see what the requirements are write down your questions and i'll give you some right now to start the first question is how much do i need to start investing there are some brokerages that will require you to have a certain amount and some won't but make sure that you understand what you need to get started the second question i would ask is how much do you recommend to invest each month this isn't just a one and done a lot of people think that they can start off with a thousand dollars and they'll be good for retirement no y'all this is the long game you invest 10% of your paycheck every month into a Roth IRA or into an IRA or into your 401k and you keep doing it every month because the more you do it you'll be able to even out your spread which means that the market is going to go up and down no matter what that's nothing to be scared of that's just the reality I mean like this month 
we've had a pretty down month and that's fine but the reason that you buy each month so you can buy the investment in the lows and and buy them in the high but because you're doing that you're always buying and your portfolio will increase over time at a very good rate because you're doing it every month rather than doing it sporadically and question number three would be, can you help me understand what I am investing in? A lot of financial planners may tell you to invest in mutual funds or high risk investments, low risk investments, and you need to find someone who is a teacher who is willing to teach you what is going on with your money. Because if you don't know what's going on with your money and someone else happens to lose it for you, then honestly, that is going to be your fault. You didn't care enough to ask the questions or to do the research. You have to be very careful who you are entrusting your money with because at the end of the day, you are going to be the one who, who is going to need that money. You are the one that's going to need the money for retirement. And personally, I will never put my money in something I don't understand and I will never be taking the money out early. We don't take money out of our retirement accounts. We don't cheat ourselves. Leave it in there. Now, if you change companies, make sure you're taking the proper steps to be able to roll that over to the new company or into another brokerage, especially if it's your 401k. But make sure that you talk to someone about that and, you're, and you understand all the steps that you need to take. My next tip, so tip number four is don't be afraid to learn slash talk about money. It feels like money should be an easy thing to talk about, like something we should all be taught in high school, but not all of us are. And the worst part is that we're all taught different things. For instance, I was taught it was rude to talk about money and that you needed to work hard to get it. So when I got married, I was really terrified to talk about money because my dad had always been the sole breadwinner and my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so she didn't know really how to make they also didn't know how to talk about money together so when I got married I kind of figured it was going to be like that but thank goodness my husband was patient honestly thank goodness <laughs> so when I got married I was really terrified to talk about money I avoided the conversation like the plague and honestly I've always been more of a free spirit when it comes to money like I enjoy spending money I don't try to act like I don't I enjoy spending money, but there came to be a point when my money habits, my money spending in particularly, wasn't working and we really needed to talk about it. And the first conversation we had was really hard. And trust me, I cried a lot. I don't even know why it was my fault, but I cried a lot. And we have seriously come a long way from that first money conversation. We talk about money all the time now, but it didn't get easier overnight. So we found our way of discussing money. Like, if you try to talk to me about money late at night, I will probably be too tired and it won't lead to anywhere. So understand when it's a good time to talk about money. I will say though, right now, I am really focused on how I talk to myself about money and I'm noticing habits or like just little things that I do when um, I am around money or have to talk about money. And because there was years where we didn't really spend that much money because we were really focused on saving to be able to buy real estate and to be able to fix our duplexes up, it really seemed like we didn't spend any money and I would feel guilty about spending money on things I needed like a pair of jeans. And I am working on that now. I look at my habits. If I'm out shopping, which I don't do very often because don't like the malls but that's another thing i used to notice like just a lot of little things i would do like my hand would shake when i would grab the jeans or like if i were to 
buy a shirt that I didn't really need, I would be like, in my mind, I would be like, do you really need this? We don't really need this. And I would walk around the store a thousand times and eventually put it back. But now, thank goodness, we are in a better position. And I'm realizing that I don't have to do that. Because occasionally, I will still find myself doing that. I don't know why. I will just do it. So I'm starting to use more empowering thoughts like money supports my happiness or I can make money just by being myself because thinking more empowering thoughts and saying them out loud to yourself will really help reprogram your state of being where they become unconscious thoughts and we naturally just focus on that because remember what I said in the last episode, what we focus on expands. So you want to be focusing on those empowering thoughts. Now let's get on to my last tip. Take action. When people get into the law of attraction, for some reason, we feel like we can think something and it will magically show up. And I'm here to tell you that it's not true. We need to take action. So if you want to start investing, but you can't save, see what you can cut out or see where you can earn more. For instance, every time we decided to buy a new home, we used to cut out subscriptions. Starbucks for me, it was awful, but it is what it is. We also cut out eating out and vacations. We also did not go on our honeymoon for like two years after we got married because it was very important for us to buy that first home. And I'm not going to lie to you, we had the money, but because we wanted to put it into that first home, we decided that's where it needed to be. And when we finally did go on our honeymoon, it was so much sweeter because my husband was done with school and we had paid for that in full so that was done we had sold the first home and bought a duplex so we were able to rely on the income coming in from the other side and we were able to pay for the vacation in cash and we were able to spend two weeks away without having to worry about coming back to bills and other things anyways that to say find what works for you the no spending worked for us when we were two broke college students but that doesn't work anymore because we have a lot more expenses we've got more mortgages we need to pay for, things we need to fix for our tenants. That's not to say if we don't see something else that we want, I'm sure we will be cutting back on a lot of things because our goals are much more important than missing two, three months of Hulu, than missing a few months of Starbucks. It's so much more important. And you have to prioritize the things that you want in this life to be able to get them. If you want to run your own business, what are you going to do to prioritize that? Are you going to make the website? Are you going to start a YouTube channel? How are you going to build your social media game? What are you going to do to make sure that that is the priority what will you add to your life to enhance that goal what will you take out of your life to make sure that goal happens we can all start a business and it'd be fun and great and grand but until it pays for your lifestyle it's not really a business to you it's a hobby like for instance i am doing this podcast because i love it and hopefully to make an income out of it one day but for now i am sticking with real estate because that actually pays the bills that helps me achieve the goals that i want to achieve so you do what you need to do to make sure that your business is a success, but also that you're taking care of your four walls, which are food, shelter, transportations, and the necessities. And I would like to add when we started this journey in 2017 of, being, of buying real estate, we did count every penny. We counted every penny and we were so close-minded to any other possible way, especially when I got into Dave Ramsey. But like I said, that did jumpstart the savings and how to take care of money. That, that was probably the biggest thing that I learned was how to take care of money. 
and to save it. Now that we are in a better position, I am focusing on how to work with the energy of money and attract it. And personally, I am finding it a lot easier to work with the energy of money now that I have a little bit of money and that my four walls are secure. And that's not to say that you can't work on your money scales while you are, you know, securing your four walls. But I'm just saying sometimes it's a little bit harder because if you told me two years ago that I could attract money through my vibrations and through my energy, I would have been like, you're crazy. You earn money through hard work. That's the only way to earn money. And present day Tanya isn't saying that you don't have to work hard for money, but there are different ways that you could make money smarter. For instance, writing a book. You'll write that book, you'll work hard for it. But then once it's out in the world, you'll receive royalties from it and literally make money while you sleep. Or you can have courses running where you work on the course one time and then students sign up for it. So you decide to use that course for maybe one or two more launches. That is literally making money without doing any extra work. Maybe you are having to do a little bit of work to get the students in. Nothing compared to the work our parents did, at least my dad. Because he was a welder, he literally has to go into work every day to make money. But there are so many more opportunities nowadays that you can do to be able to earn money a lot easier. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I feel like I am getting on a tangent. But make sure that you're understanding money. Don't just rely on this one podcast. Go do your research. Figure out how to make money work for you. And don't skip steps. Take your time with it because just as fast as you can make it is how fast you can lose it if you're not careful. Like, have you ever heard of people winning the lotteries and becoming millionaires overnight and then losing it all because they don't know how to manage money? Don't be that person. Learn how to manage your money. Understand it. Learn what you have to learn. Okay, so if you are still here, I just want to give you thanks because I felt like this was a really long episode. So I want to thank you for being here and sticking it with me until the end. I know I went on a couple of tangents but if you guys enjoyed this episode please make sure to share it to your feed and tag me so i can properly thank you another way you can show support is also by leaving a review and if you would do that i would really appreciate it i'll be out with new episodes every sunday so until then make sure you are embodying the wealthiest version of yourself